Hey everyone, my name's Kieran, and welcome to the One Up Cast, where I'm being joined once again by Mr. Daniel Ferry. Back at it once again. We are back at it once again. This is like episode twenty-one. The set. This will be the second one you've edited now, won't it? You edited oh, the um, uh, we pre-discussed pre-recording there. Um, I think <laughs> Kieran was uh, very polite there about. Uh, what you called uh, audio lag or something, but I think uh, about forty minutes into the podcast, I fucked up <laughs> by. But know, oh, go ahead. Sorry, what I'm saying is, is but though, if anybody did notice any weird lags or anything like that last time, it's fine because we figured out what the problem was, and now things should be going way more smoothly. It'll be all it'll be all good from this point on. But on this show, we have. We've got, well, we'll probably have some more breaking news. And this is going to be the questions show because, my goodness, we have had people asking questions. We've had people using the app. And speaking of the app and submitting your questions, if you want to submit a question under the podcast, you can do so through the Anchor website because we actually tested this this time around. If you go to anchor.fm slash oneupcast, there is a wee button on there that said message and you can record your message to us, it gets sent to us in like a wee file, we can put it in the podcast, so you're going to actually get to hear a listener question later on, recorded and sent on to us via the magic of the internet, but if the internet magic recording yourself isn't really your thing, you can send us questions through Twitter, at Ferryman5000 for Daniel, or at HarryAtomicYT if you want to get in touch with me, or we have a brand new one-upcast Twitter, at oneup underscore cast, that's at all caps, one up underscore cast make sure they follow us we'll be tweeting about gaming news gaming things gaming stuff the podcast just all those type of things anyways that's all that's all my plugs what I, what have we got this week i love the way you jumped on mike before you go on to your tangent and let me get this plug on <laughs> we have been we have been friends for so long now all right and it's weird this is how long we've been friends is that there's people approaching me down here asking if i know you so and because i was like i right so i i go to like a game store every tuesday and thursday to play a card game called flesh and blood absolutely love it it's like my new my new thing and i was sitting playing and now everybody has masks on so you don't know who anybody is because we're all staying safe and i'm sitting there and i'm like yeah you know just playing this game yeah yeah and then the next thing all i hear is do you know daniel ferry i'm like is that, a, is that a dairy accent? And it's like, I, uh, do you know Daniel Frey? I, I know his wee brother. And I'm like, my goodness. It seems that it seems that our, our bond, our friendship, just follows us countrywide, that's a, that's, nationwide. That's nationwide. That's, uh, and who was this? Was. Who, who, who was it? Out of curiosity? I have no idea. I was, I was in the middle of the most tense <laughs> game of Flesh and Blood ever, and then I couldn't find him because we were all wearing masks. Could, oh, Jesus. Maybe that'll happen to me now. A couple of times, you know, uh, Harry Atomic. I'm like, what? What? I know. It's just that's what it is. It's secret. It's secret. The uh, secret infiltration under the one-up cast. That's so, all it is. I just want to apologize for. I think it was zero point six seconds by my mathematics of the audio lag. Um, as you all know from listening to them last week, I edited the show for the first time ever, and my God, I have a newfound respect for Karen. It put years on me. <laughs> I, I I thought, oh, this will be so easy, and. Uh, Whilst my wife was working at the the desk, I was literally put my monitor beside the desk, and I was all I'm editing here, and uh, cutting and certain audio and everything. It took me about three hours to figure it out. Then I figured it out. 
And in between this, I had to do st- school runs and everything. And I, I, I thought I nailed it. And then until my wife said to me, I, Kieran was talking a real while last week during the Xbox part. And I was all, no, that's normally the other way around. Are you sure? Hmm. But then I listened to it. And whatever happened, I think I cut the audio. And maybe I just didn't sync it up slightly correctly. So you'll notice there's a certain wee part that there is a wee couple of seconds, uh, not even a second, it's literally half a second out of sync. So apologies for that, anybody has noticed. But I hope you all love that jingle. That's it. The jingles is the new thing now. I, I love the jingles. It's brought me so much joy just hearing the brick and news jingle it's the it's the the new hotness and there's a there's many more ideas for many more jingles uh, as well so it seems that we're just going to be the jingle cast there, there's, there, be there's a, a very 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 special jingle coming soon so stay tuned for that but speaking of jingles kieran <gasps> Jay, it's, is it jingle time it's jingle time yes breaking news and we're back in the room <laughs> so Anyways. for the benefit of those people who uh just listen to the podcast and go that's that sounds all good there uh we uh that's what i just said <laughs> and we're back in the room and we're like yes so the way behind the <laughs> curtains work is that it goes and it's jingle time and we're back <laughs> so that's how that and, works and it's just literally a break it's so funny so kieran we're starting with the yes. freshest fresh fresh news uh, it's breaking. So it's 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 so fresh that uh, I think Eamon McNulty tweeted at One Upcast earlier this today when I was in work, and I nearly dropped my phone because of the the shock of the freshness, so fresh. My goodness! Uh, Nintendo Direct tomorrow. We have another one. A new oh, Nintendo goodness. Direct. Well, a time of recording. Usual. I actually should disclaimer. It's tomorrow, the twenty third of September. This podcast will go live on the 24th. So uh, congratulations, our podcast is already out of date. Instead of breaking news, <laughs> it's broken news. Broken news, that's it. Broken, broken news. news. So we're going to sit here and speculate what's on it. And, um, we're going to speculate about something everybody already knows about. Uh, like, what am I listening to? Actually, we should play a game. Um, so, so many tech points here. Here in tech points, we're going to right. predict three things. <laughs> Okay. Three things that happened yesterday. Three things that happened yesterday. <laughs> and if we get whoever has the most points at the end, one's ice cream. Has to buy okay. the other person ice cream. Has to buy the other. That's perfect. That sounds great. So I, I was going to suggest, oh, what do you reckon it would be? But by the time people are listening to this, it'll be like, what are you talking about? I know what it is already. I've listened I, to it. No, I literally made. <laughs> that's still in real. As soon as I said it, I was like, oh my god, we're going to be out of date. So. My prediction, so what, do you want to take turns? I'll do one, then you do one. Aye, I will do that then. So, prediction number one for me. Right. Mario Kart 9. Oh, bold. Bold. That would, because, uh, that's true, because Mario Kart 8 was like, that was just a that was just a Wii U release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I, think I, mean, I think it's I think it's about five years old now. So we're we're doing our uh, an hour marker. I do think the Switch has been around that long now, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's actually crazy because I actually created a group chat. We do the family share on the um, Nintendo Switch Online. Nintendo Switch Online, where we pay like three pounds a year for, and we still never use it. 
Um, I just get a random message from that chat <laughs> once a year. It's the only thing it's in it. It's just all everyone. It's time. Give me money. It's like, okay. <laughs> just fire like, like, like four quid free PayPal and then just mute it for another year. Uh, it's like, uh, give me free quid. And then we just, I don't, I, I, have you ever played a Nintendo game online? No, I just use it for the retro games. And even then, like, not really. My Switch oh. is modded now, anyways. I wasn't going to talk about that. Um, you were going to talk about that? So, no, I wasn't going to talk about that, but since she brought it up, um, when I was <laughs> I was down in Cairns there uh, two weeks ago now, I, uh, I walk in the room, give my boy a hug, and I was just like, uh, oh, good to see you, good to see you, here's some sweeties. Um, I'm like a dad. <laughs> That's how it works. I haven't seen it. Have some sweets. <laughs> Father of the year. That's hey. um, so, um, and then the, the the next thing I asked him was, um, "Do you have some sweets?" Or sorry, no. Sorry. <laughs> have some sweets. I do. No, I've got a big bag that you just no, gave me. No, no, not even. Sorry. Don't even edit that out. Keep it on. We're live, no, pal. It's, 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 no, we're live, pal. <laughs> um, the first thing I asked him <laughs> was, do you have Smash Brothers? To which he responded, no. And as he looked at them, if he, uh, he looked at me like the, do you ever see uh, Pretty Woman? Where, you Aye. know, the girl goes into the shop and she's like, yeah, firing her dirty looks. Aye. And she's like, oh, you know, what are you doing in here? That's why he looked at me. I mean, I, I mean, you know me with Smash Bros. I'm just going to like, like, leave it. And then it's you went, like, oh, why would I? I was like, oh, why do you not have Smash? Me and you and Tash can get our Smash on. And what do you call it? Uh, that's when you admitted to me, oh, sure, my Switch is model. I'll just download it. Let's just download it. And then we downloaded it and didn't install it because we were too busy nope. eating shit. Yep. So Eating sweets, watching wrestling. So, oh, speaking of, we need to talk about wrestling, actually. We'll get back to Nintendo Direct in a wee second. Don't worry, that breaking news is not going to go anywhere. I know, what's uh, that? Because uh, it broke yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the AEW this week is fucking looking amazing. This uh, card is Grand Slam. Cannot wait. It's going to be uh, great. It's like, like, the card looks brilliant. Right. I know everyone wants to see Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. And so do I. It's going to be like contender for match of the year. But Malachi Black and Cody, oh, my it's goodness, gonna, it's gonna be money. that's oh, money. so it's good. Gonna, it's going to be brilliant. I think Malachi will uh, beat him again. But uh, speaking of Malachi Black, if anybody doesn't really understand AEW and doesn't watch it, like what are you talking about? We need to understand. We just need to explain this rivalry. So Cody is one of the roads. So you had Dustin Rhodes his father, and then there's Cody like Rhodes. Pro wrestling royalty, almost. Yes. And then his brother, Goldust. Goldust. <laughs> Goldust. So Malachi Black is this wrestler. He's almost like a young Undertaker who came on the scene and bit him clean. One, two, three. One, two, three. No shenanigans. Yeah. No dirty yeah. castles. Didn't no cheat. chairs. Didn't no cheat. No. Fought him. Was better than him. Panned him. And then everybody's all, I can't believe you, but Cody clean. That's not fair. So I then... So- Cody's posse had a problem with this, like <laughs> they were like, I can't believe that there. So Cody's posse, one of his are is, is muckers fought a man and he Malachi back bit one of his muckers. And then the other one came out and saw, I can't believe you did that there. That's not right. That's there. two of us now, hey. You don't That's bit three of us. So <laughs> the third one was he handed a steel chair by Malachi back. I didn't know how to use it. 
Like if you watch the footage, he doesn't know do? how to use it. I can't sit down and fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so now you have... <laughs> so he bits him again at one, two, three, and he's just like three now, three and oh, three, three and oh, and then he fights Goldust, and then uh, he bits Goldust clean, and everybody's yep. raging. And then Cody comes out for the crowd saying, I can't believe you bit all my family. That's fairly you bit fairly. all my friends, didn't cheat once. You see, at the next big show, we're gonna settle this. That's gonna fucking settle. <laughs> Cody's gonna run out of boots. <laughs> He talk so I Malachi oh, took so his good. shoe. It sounds terrible when you explain it. Malachi stole his shoe. You, you need to explain. You need to you watch need to it. Like, but he stole his shoe, and he's got to steal the other one. Cody doesn't want them to. We that's, need to that's explain. About it, really. We need to explain. We need to explain. We do need to explain. We can't leave it in that. So whenever a wrestler retires, you you take your boots off and you leave them in the middle of the ring and you leave. It's like a symbolic gesture. And after Malachi beat him. He took like one of his boots off and then Malachi came back under the ring and hit him and took his boot and was like, you don't get to retire until I say you, you can retire. And so he has the boot and it's like, I'm going to bat you for the next one. I Cody wonder, apparently said he's going to, huh? I always wonder from a HR perspective, like, you know, are you leaving now? Can't I? Uh, he has my other boot. I can't. He has my other boot. It's all how you handed on your four weeks notice. Like. You've only got four weeks to at this point. You're run out of mitts. He keeps bitting them clean. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? This boy's still trying to figure out what to do with a chair. You know, way in work, like you have health and safety. Like, don't bend with your knees and always like, or don't do bend with your knees. <laughs> Jesus, don't bend with your back. And they always teach you, you know, oh, do this and all. I always, Aye. I always wonder in wrestling, you know, like, you know, is there like a health and safety protocol? Because all these workmen keep putting steady chairs on the ring. Nobody, nobody want these thumbtacks under here. I, I, who ordered the, who ordered the big bag of thumbtacks, hey? I have about, I have about 10,000 thumbtacks here. Where am I going to put them? Ah, fuck. So who ordered I'm... them again? <laughs> put them under the ring. Just put, we'll deal with it later. Hopefully nobody um, finds them. And why are the buns so shiny? They're brand new. They're all, it's because they keep fucking breaking them. They have to buy new ones every <laughs> They're week. They're so fresh. Oh, that. They're fresh out the plastic. Hey, Vancey, I'm Eric Brand spanking sparkling buns. They just came on. Hey, where do you want them? Hey, it's WrestleMania weekend. You'll need them there. Fuck them on the right. I fancy say, many buns do you reckon we'll need? Uh, I don't know. Hey, you decide. So orders like a thousand. <laughs> just oh, put them shit. beside. Just fire them beside the tables and the thumbtacks. Hey, I put. You know what? Hey, I, I put tables and thumbtacks under them rings all the time. Just fire the fucking <laughs> buns on there. Nobody's saying anything. Don't worry about it. Hey. So, Mario Kart 9. <laughs> Mario Kart 9 <laughs> for the production for the show that happened yesterday <laughs> so what's your prediction okay. for the show that happened yesterday for the show that happened yesterday uh, I don't know exactly what it's going to be but I think it's going to be Animal Crossing related oh that's a Sif one that's Sif there that's like that is Sif. Kind of, that's is you're, Sif. Playing, you're playing Sif here I don't I, like right, this the reason being the reason being is because we're just over a year out we're about a year and uh -huh. a half out from Animal Crossing. So I think that they're going to be like, we're going to give you like more new, more new stuff. I have another Sif bet as well. Like if you want me to go again. Go again. Thank you, your Sifness. Sifness. Uh, they're going to do something they do with, I fucking can't even remember the name of the series now. What do you call it? Uh, Xenoblade. They're going to announce another fucking Xenoblade <laughs> game because every other fucking day there's a Xenoblade game out. Xenoblade. You know the only thing I know about Xenoblade is the amiibo. You that boy with a sword. 
Uh, the only thing I know about Xenoblade is Xenoblade Two. The like some characters' breasts were bigger than her head. It was fucking ridiculous. I was just like, how is this game like rated PG? Jesus I Christ! I don't know how they do it, but it's ridiculous. It... And she she was definitely freezing. She was definitely freezing. The fucking lack of things that she was wearing. I was like, oh my god, ridiculous! Uh, it, it is it is heavy on the fan service. Like it's just one of those type of games. I don't know if I'm gonna say Monster Hunter because that's kind of third party now. But uh, what do you reckon? What's your so, other one? And then I'll come I... out with something wild then. I'm calling double XP and Mario Kart 9. You're just going to call double XP and Mario Kart 9 and then we've got uh, Animal you, Crossing, of which you've wrote in our show notes, Animal Crossing, safe, boo. <laughs> and then Zenfluid, ultra safe. Ultra safe, boo. Right, I'm going to say... We're and going to, also, I'm oh, sorry, go, go your head, I've got an I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to pick my safe one here and I hopefully I got on before you, Smash Bros. character. Smash Bros. Smash Bros. It's, character. It, it, it's the final character. So it's going to be a good one. I'm actually going to go out and say it is Crash Bandicoot. Wouldn't that be a big one? That would be a big one. Because you want the air high. Do you know what they would do for the ad for it as well? Know what the ad for it would be? They'd recreate the ad of mine Crash showing up outside the Nintendo offices. Oh, do you Maybe remember that? ad used oh, for PlayStation. Right. Imagine that's they right. recreated that, but then they had like a, a person dressed up as Mario came out and the two of them started uh, around. They just battered each other. And then uh, they transitioned into the game, man. See uh, if they uh, don't do it now, I'll be disappointed. I know. You'd be like, you have to go back in time and go, fuck's sake. So I know. They should have listened. They should have listened to this, say. So one uh, last one. One last one. Uh, all right. See, I'm, I'm actually starting to back out of my, my last one now because I was uh. going to say, I was going to say, uh, an update on Pokemon Legends Arceus. But they always do Pokemon events for those. Yeah, they do Poke Directs, yeah. Uh they do they do their own directs, so I'm kinda I'm kinda on the back foot now. Uh they'll not mention anything to do with Breath of the Wild 2. I agree with you there. But is that your prediction though? Aye, that they're just not gonna mention anything about it? No Zelda news. There's five there's five things altogether they might possibly the, uh, so and then, direct. and then one more from me I am going to say, I had it in my head there now until you said no Zelda news I am going to predict an update to Switch Online oh I'm have going they brought to, a Game Boy game shit man you said they nah, were that apparently that's the rumour but I'm going to go one step further and say N64 games oh man N64 Online N64 um, Online that's amazing Give me that Ocarina. Give me that Mario 64. Even though I played it last year several times. So that's our mm. predictions. But this happens every time. I can guarantee people are listening to this going, oh Jesus, these boys would be so disappointed. The last Nintendo Direct I watched live with my with my friend, Johnny, and uh, we had something somewhere. We had this massive list where we're like, oh, they're going to do this and we're doing this and they're going to do this. And Honestly, I love nothing. The only thing I think we got right was Mario Golf. Uh, and we're so... It's <laughs> a very random one. Yeah, um, I, I think like it was the first direct in, like, in almost two years. And it was... Uh, um, no doubt, one thing I can protect is that we'll be disappointed. Hopefully I'm wrong, but we will be disappointed. Oh, I de- yeah. well, someone will be disappointed, or a, a group of people will be disappointed because... Yeah. Again, for all the Nintendo free pass stuff that we talked about before, 
this is one area they don't get a free pass yeah and that's whenever they do press releases or anything like that because people just go on expecting them to like you know bring back every franchise ever for the best new game ever yeah like just no, the expectations are too high do you know what i mean yeah yeah definitely so more breaking news kieran so more breaking news so death stranding is out this weekend as you it know, it's out, it's out this Friday. I think I've mentioned it every week for the past four weeks. So as you can probably tell, I'm very excited for Death Stranding on PS5. It's coming with the the all the all 60, 60 of them here, 60 Epos. Um, all 60 flips. Right. And then, then there's four Ks. Not two, four, four, four Ks. Jesus. I don't can't know. Wait I for those, can't wait for those Ks and those Epos. So... so that's coming this weekend with uh, additional content, uh, over 300 pieces of additional content. They've been very vague about that, but I think it's just minor tweaks and fixes. But there is an additional two hours of story content, and there is also new weapons, etc., etc. Uh, Death Strand was actually one of my favorite games of last year. I put about 80-odd hours onto it, and I actually can't wait to start again. We talked last week about comfort games. Uh, mm. Death Stranding is definitely a comfort game for me. Um, the good news for PS4 owners or even PS5 owners, if you own a copy of Death Stranding PS4 edition to upgrade to the PS5 version, it is only five points. Wow, that's a step in the right direction. That's a massive step, and like there, like that's additional content as well. So. It's, 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 I think it's a very, very, very reasonable deal. You know, I'm delighted because they were advertising for ages saying it'll be up to $15 in the US. And even if it was 15 I would have paid it anyway. But I'm delighted that it's only £5. It's, it's, oh, it's a great time to be a PlayStation fan, you know. Uh, and I'll it, tell you it why. It seems that way. From what I'm seeing, it seems that way. Because um, <clears throat> we need to talk about a few things here regarding PlayStation. We... We, we talked last week about PlayStation being the guy, get bad guys, but this week, uh, I kind of want to contradict myself and talk about how well they've been doing with games as a service at the moment. Um, I need to talk about Deathloop. Um, right. I touched I've, seen, on I've, seen, I've seen all sorts of conversations going on about Deathloop. I, I touched on it last week about how it is a critical darling and it has, uh, for a new IP, it's one of the highest rated new IPs at you know, for launch. Um, mm. I had played it when I, 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 last week I had put it about five or six hours on there, but I didn't actually talk about my first impressions of it. I wanted to kind of marinate on it and, you know, if yeah. you stop playing it, you know, you, know, you always get that hype and then you burn out and then you stop playing it. Uh, I am still playing Deathloop. Uh, and for like a magpie gamer like me, that's quite an achievement. Normally I play something shiny and drop it after about a week or not right, even a week after a couple hours. Up. Um, Deathloop. The best way I can describe Deathloop, it's like Bioshock meets you know the multiplayer of Assassin's Creed. I do yeah, that was like one of what was about that I actually surprisingly enjoyed, considering I enjoy single player stuff way more. So the concept of the game is that there's eight targets, right. kind of like Assassin's Creed, and you have to kill all eight. However, you have to right. kill all eight in one day. Right. Now it's called Deathloop because if you die, you go back to the very start of that day, and the day is broken up into four sections. You have morning, noon, afternoon, and evening. But you have right. to kill all eight in one go. So it's not as it sounds like um, what's the word a roguelike? 
effectively yeah. where it's not really because you have to manipulate time in your favor so you can do something in the morning that will make one of the targets move to a certain destination in the evening etc and then you can line up like all oh, they might run on the other one and you can get really back to the future on it if that makes sense i don't want to yeah. give too much away spoilerly wise but the best thing i can say about it is the v- reviews are definitely warranted it's fucking brilliant it's absolutely brilliant it's the freshest new game i've played in a while because you know like sometimes a game comes out and it's all it's really good like let's just say hypothetically i don't know let's just say crash bandicoot for smash bars does come out now on friday um and you play him he's always really good no he's really polished no and you it's everything you expected and and then you're happy and then that's pretty much it Deathloop is like that it's everything you expected but the biggest thing for me is how fresh it is and yeah. for for an IP to feel fresh, it's, it's very hard because it's almost like everything's almost kind of been done. But uh, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, the setting of the voice acting. If you're watching me play it, oh, glancing over my shoulder, you swear it's a Bioshock game. Um, and you know me, I love my Bioshock. It's fucking, oh yeah, yeah, I, uh, I fell in love. I played it so many times. So it, it's it's so rewarding because each every time you die, you, you feel like oh. It's not like you start again completely. You can carry over your upgrades and everything, and uh, it's almost like a almost like Dark Souls for you get currency and then you can choose what upgrades you want to keep before the next day restarts and things like that. You also have the Dark Souls element where it's so it is an online game and there's you can also be hunted uh, by an online character whose job is to kill you, and they can actually. Right turn onto like an NPC so they can disguise themselves as you know like an NPC walking about and like uh, an agent like oh, yeah, get yeah, you or something. yeah so it's like almost like kind of height and seek so you get an alert at the start of the level saying oh you call her Juliana Juliana is on the hunt and uh you go on this level at the very start with a f- objective in mind but then you get this notification that Juliana's there and all of a sudden your tactic your loadout and everything for that you know, at level completely changes because mm-hmm. you're like, shit, this person's coming for me. And they're not OP by any stretch of imagination. If anything, you have the advantage because you can die three times on a given level where if you kill them once, that's them out. But they right. have the they have the advantage where they can go invisible, they can turn on the NPC, they can place baby traps. And it's absolutely brilliant. I did it with my mate last week and he was so stressed and uh, and I was chatting <laughs> him via voice chat. So he knew yeah. I was coming on and he was just so stressed. And it was just like, it was almost like height and seek, you know, the cat and mouse effect. And yeah. um, oh, absolutely brilliant. Anybody who's kind of been on the fence about it, it's not like a 70 pound PS5 game. Um, it's only like 45 quid in most like curries and most outlets. Uh, I'd highly, highly, highly recommend you check it out. Um, plus it's a new IP as well. So, you know, support them UAPs, so you just don't want the same same, same thing all the time. But here is a question. <clears throat> so, it's in my show notes. Uh, Deathloop has uh, dominated the sales chart, so we'll just talk about this since we're talking about Deathloop. Um, okay. So, it's number one in the UK, and it's number one in the US. They haven't released any sales figures, and I think that's because they're now, Bethesda are now owned by Microsoft, and Microsoft don't like announcing sales figures whatsoever. 
Um, yeah, so weird about that. Strange. Um, I don't think we'll get the official numbers, but they, I think they commented saying they're extremely pleased with the results. Here's the mm. question. Do Microsoft play the bad guys here? And there's eventually going to be a death loop too. Did they make that a Game Pass exclusive? If it was to be, you know, yeah, I definitely would. I mean, they yeah. own the studio, don't they? Yeah, oh yeah, they, I mean, they own Bethesda. Right, so. They're get, getting that for free. So, you know what I mean? It's just uh, like, yeah, what we'll do is we have a brand new IP. We can make a bunch of money off the exclusive, like, and guarantee the money. Yeah. Like, no, this is just one train of thought. Obviously, nothing to back it up. And it's like, you know, we could guarantee that with the exclusive. If it flops, then, you know, fuck it, it's not flopping on our system. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, then it's great. And then a second one comes out, and it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is the only place you can play it. That's like the ultimate forced conversion there. Like, do you know what I mean? Do you not think that would create bad press, though? Like, bad, like a bad taste for people? People, obviously, like exclusives, they can do what they want. It's their. But then again, I think we touched on it a couple of weeks ago. Is that money left on the table? Would they look at it as if, you know, we're just going to be such a brazen move? Or do you think they would even care about the PR about it? They'd be like, fuck it, we spent billions on this organization. It's ours. We can do what we want with. So if it was me, the way I would do it is that I would try. and Because at the end of the day, if it's bad PR, you know, you're, you're going to have to come up with how much that's going to cost you and be like, right, we expect to lose X amount from PR, no, from negative PR, but then we expect to gain this amount and then that you, you do your sums or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the, if it was me, what I would do is I would announce that Deathloop 2 exists, all right? Yeah. Let the studio tweet about it, put up a teaser, whatever way they want to do it. Let Demons have the creative reins of announcing that it exists. Then what I would do, because PlayStation games have done this before, I would announce that it's getting a... I don't know. It's, is it going to have DLC? Uh, they haven't said yet, but I imagine with the success of it, I, I think it's it's going to happen, yeah. Right. So even if it doesn't, <clears throat> you could still do this. But if it does, you would announce like a complete edition, something like that or whatever it is, and you would you would say now that it's coming out on PC as well. Yeah. So if I, It's actually already on PC. It's already on PC? Oh, mm-hmm. perfect. Then your job's half done. So mm-hmm. it's on PC... Um, then since it's on PC, the second one coming to Game Pass PC wouldn't be such a big change. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I would announce it as a Game Pass exclusive, but I would lean very heavily on the Game Pass Ultimate for PC side of things. Right, okay. And use the PC as like a conversion tool. Right. If that makes sense. That's how I would do it. I I wouldn't focus on the whole, haha, you got this other console and now you need ours to play the second one because that's just negative PR oh. that you can avoid. Or, or what you could do is Deathloop is going to come to Game Pass at some point, be it a year's time. They could do like a Deathloop on Game Pass but have extra content on it that is exclusive to Game Pass. Yeah. So they could have an extra, like, an extra assassination target or an extra mission remember when they used to do yeah. the call duties to do um you know um get multiplayer two weeks early on xbox and things yeah. like that they could, they could do something like that and maybe that'll get people over but the gaming space is so so fickle um a year's exclusivity might sound like nothing but it's weird it's because it's forever it, it's almost likely the game will be forgotten about uh by then, so they'll have they'll have to do something. They they quote myself again from earlier. They'll have to do something to freshen it up, 
So it'll be yeah. interesting. It's very, very interesting. And again, I, I said it last week, and I'll say it again. They must be devastated that it reviewed so well. They must go fuck. Uh, we dropped the ball there, like. So there you go. So mo- more news, Kieran. Uh, moving news. on. This weekend, uh, Halo multiplayer beta uh, is live. Oh, don't, I don't break. Don't break my heart. I got my email. I got an email to say, "Your congratulations. You've been selected. You're going to get another email." Uh, for, with a beta code this weekend and it, it's kind of weird like you can only play pvp with all our players from certain times i think it's 7 p.m to 10 p.m for, for us at the weekend for when i say us right. uk uh yeah. and then the nar time you're just playing against bots um which i don't really mind because i i just get in the faith for the mechanics and you know jump on um Apparently the codes have been sent out already, and I ain't got a code. <laughs> oh, uh, some people have got theirs, but it might all be like from different, maybe from different regions, or they might be staggering people redeeming the codes so that the mm. downloads aren't all happening at the same time. Yeah, uh, it could, it could so be it could that be, as well. Could be something like that. You know what I mean? So I'm just check me. Check my email there whilst that's still not him. Just to so. see if, if you're going to get it live on air. <laughs> Are you on the beta? No. No, I didn't get an email back. Um, oh, wait. Well, shit, so one of you then. No, no, it sucks to be me. They just left me out the cold. I saw, hey, hey, I used to have an Xbox channel. Hey, I love Xbox. Fan all the time. Just fly. Hey, where's that channel going? Hey. Shame, shame so, your um, fucking. And hmm? back to PlayStation, sorry, because we were, we were chatting about how PlayStation were doing well. We kind of went off on the one there. Um, so PlayStation have all, have an other new release there released on Tuesday. Um, okay. Kenya, Bridge of Spirits. I think I've mentioned this to you. The Pixar game? The Pixar game. So Kenya, Bridge of Spirits, uh, again, has been released. And it has also, remember I was complaining about the lack of a physical audition? Yes. There, there is now a physical edition uh, coming out in November. Oh, there so you go. So there, there you go. Sony is publishing it for them, so there you go. So this is a <clears throat> PS5, sorry, not a PS5, PS4, PS5, an Epic Game Store exclusive. Oh, that's still a thing, isn't it, on the PC? What, what is people's beef with Epic Game Store? Um, I think it's the way that the epic game store opened because i remember having a conversation with somebody one time and it it went sour really quickly um so it was someone who was like pc gaming through and through love my pc gaming yada 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 which again you do you it's all about the games the end of the day Mm -hmm. um and i mentioned about epic i think i brought up a game that's what it was borderlands 3 was coming out at the time and i mentioned about borderlands 3 and i was like yeah you know people are gonna have to download the new launcher to get borderlands 3 and then there was just this tirade of like oh yeah the fucking epic man it's terrible blah 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 that's exclusive now that means i'm gonna have to wait a year to buy it on steam and i was like why like if it's on another storefront Uh, and there's no barrier to entry it's literally just go to their website download the thing buy the game you know (laughs) and it's not a drm problem because steam is drm out the ass yeah so it's not a drm issue 
uh, you know, so I think it is just the fact that they came along and they fragmented people's game list. You know I, I, mean? like, I, I, I find it so strange because I'll tell you why. Um, I think like Epic Game Store, they're probably going like four or five years. But I remember at one point, my younger brawler was all, see, they're giving away GTA 5 today on PC for free on Epic Game Store. Yeah. And I was like, what's Epic Game Store? And they was all, oh, it's just this service online. I was all right. And he's all, you should sign up and get the game for free. And I was all, sure. At the time, I didn't have a PC. And I was all, sure, I don't have a PC. And he was all, it doesn't matter. You can still redeem it. And if and when you get a PC, claim it. And I was all, oh, it's cool. So I went and did that. And every so often, uh, I would go on and claim a game. It could be a wee indie game here or there. So that was fine. Mm-hmm. So last year during lockdown, I got myself a PC. And uh, I remember chatting to a few people and they're like, oh, here, I'm going to sign up now and get my Epic games. And I have like fucking, I have about 60 games. And you think I went in and turned off their TV while still watching Coronation Street? <laughs> like, what? Hi. They were devastated. And like, what? You can't be using that. Oh, you can't be, oh, God, there's not all. That's too far and all. It's like, it's a launcher. Who cares? And as you say, it's about, I, I think it's, out of all the things gaming, I think it's the silliest thing to get annoyed at. Because some people, are, their argument was all, I just don't like the way they push exclusives. But if you're, let's just say you're Mr. Billionaire and you want to break onto the PC scene and you want to make your own launcher client tomorrow, how do you get eyes looking at it? Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't better the, you don't better a space by doing the same as every everyone else. Yeah, and also, it, uh, let's, yeah. Sorry, I was about to say, let's call a spade a spade as well. Steam have been stagnant for so long. Yeah, They do They do the summer sales, which is fine, but the, the shine comes off that apple very quickly yeah. whenever you kind of have one or two sales under your belt and then you're like, oh, well, I've bought everything. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then it devalues releases so much that you're like, okay, and I'm not saying sales are a bad thing. They're great. But like, yeah. at, it then gives you like a fear of buying games for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's really the only selling point that Steam have. They just kind of go, oh, yeah, you can do that. I know what I mean? Like, now, also, people talk about shovelware on Steam all the time. They'll just publish anything, just fire it out. There's been games pulled for Steam for literally, like, you know, being, you know, racist, horrible fucking experiences. They've had yeah. games that literally didn't have an executable. Yeah. So, like, wasn't even checked for yeah. being launched. And then, you know... So it's not to say that Steam are doing great either. However, yeah. competition in the space forces them to not be stagnant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Steam or Valve are coming out with like, you know, the 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 Steam Deck now. And, you know, they've been like, I, I haven't really been keeping up with PC that much. But like the, people are complaining less about Steam, at least in the avenues that I look at. So I'm assuming that they're, they've woken up to the fact that there's competition. Do you know what I mean? Whenever there's whenever there's good competition, the only people that win are the fans. Exactly, exactly. It's like WWE and, so and I, AEW. So yeah, I know that's it. That's better best content ever time to be a wrestling fan because there's competition, and for years it was stale. And that's exactly. that, that's the thing. But in this conversation I was having, whenever it was like, oh hey, like the Steam store, uh, or the Epic store is is a thing, and blah blah blah, and oh fucking exclusives and yada yada yada. And I was like, right, well. You know, what do you think of, like, God of War? Oh, man, I loved God of War. And I was like, well, that was a PlayStation exclusive. Mm-hmm. Like, did you like Halo? Yeah, I, I played Halo back in the day with all my friends and all Halo 3, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, that was made by Bungie, and it's 
That was a mic. That was an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Like, you can't. You can't. You can't have two different brushes. You have to. It all has to be. The, you have to apply the same rules. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can't just say, "Oh, I love it here," and I hit it there, just because you have a nice. Honestly, the only reason that I can find is that people like the fact that all of their games are in one launcher. And I think that's exactly what it is. I think that's exactly. And that's it. And they're like, "I'm raging. I have to open another program." I, I think it's people have like 900 games on a Steam list, uh, 90% of them which they forget about, and then they're just raging that they have to have another tab open for another browser. Where on yeah. mine, I have the Xbox launcher, Epic Game Store, I have uh, GOG Gal- Galaxy, and Steam. And, yeah, and I have. And a, do, go ahead. I mean, the years and years and years ago, it used to be just a folder that said games. Yeah. With a yeah. bunch of shortcuts on it. Uh, that's that. Uh, do you remember the wee shortcuts and all? Yaros. But going back to Kenya, Bridge of Spirits. So Kenya uh, has been reviewing very well. Currently at the time of recording, it's sitting on 85% on Metacritic. Um, it's apparently, it's a short, uh, it's a short game. It's about 10 hours. Uh, but if you're for the completionist, you're looking at about 15 hours. But see that wee bite-sized chunk there? I, I, see that kind of length for a game for me? That's perfect. You know, that's a game that can be finished over one or two nights or one or two weekends. That's perfect. Yeah. I almost get turned off now when I hear games like 60 hours long. I'm just like, no, I can't. I just can't commit to it. I can't do it. Um, so that looks fantastic. I haven't pulled the trigger yet, and I'm I'm so, so tempted. I'm so tempted. <laughs> I just, I, I want to finish. It's on the list, it's just it's right it's, there. It's on the list. I'm going to try and hold out for the physical version, but I know what's going to happen. I'm going to finish uh death slip and i'm just going to buy it i just know i'm because i have zero 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 patience <laughs> so, yeah. um but in terms of um i was mentioning playstation about how uh what kind of year they were having i mean this year alone i had a list of games and for some reason my phone has shit itself so i'm going to try and load the list again it's not there so i'll just have to do it and stop my head this year alone we've had death slip they've had kenya They've had Dark Souls, Sackboy's Adventures, Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding. Uh, there's one or two more. Uh, did I mention Sackboy? I did, didn't I? I don't know, but so, you did now. So basically, and then there's Godfall as well. So this year alone, in one year, they've had nine exclusives. Uh which is quite a strong year. Now, not all of them were Critical Darlings, but in the PS4's first year, it only had four exclusives. So it just goes to show... Yeah, so it just shows to show you maybe their strategy of not churning out games all the time. Because on the PS3 generation, they literally churned out a game exclusive in-house every three months. And it was like throwing pasta at a wall to see what was stuck. Um, yeah. and it didn't, it didn't really work for them um, it worked later towards the end of console life cycle of Uncharted and things like that um, but you know you could build up a very very good library already in your first year on PS5 um, I just feel very sorry for people who have uh, purchased a digital PS5 because my god my god I the s- games are so I still, I'm not ready to take that leap yet Oh, I actually know one person. You know him as well. We'll not name names. He has a digital PS5, and I'm like, oh, I feel, I feel it for you, oh. um, because uh, it's, uh, it's just the PlayStation Store is just they do sales all the time, but it's all for really, really old stuff, and it's just not really warranted. You could get Nino Kuni remastered 
last week there on HMV for £10, where if yeah. you're buying it off the PlayStation Store, it wasn't on sale. It was forty nine ninety nine. Ouch. Yeah. It's crazy. Just all those all those lovely wee sales are just gone. So, so um, there was that. So moving on from PlayStation. So we just thought we'd give PlayStation a bit of rub this week because... You know, we did, right, since we just really just add on the last week. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I could have been crafty about this one, Kieran. One of the Nintendo Direct announcements has been leaked, leaked? and I, leaked already uh, by Shop Asia of all places. Uh, I, 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 I could have got myself some guaranteed ice cream with this announcement, but it was too specific. So oh, that's what it was. Uh, there's a Castlevania and Advanced Collection announced for Nintendo Switch. Right. So people, this is real. If you go on the Shop Asia while I'm chatting, you'll see there's box art, screenshots, everything. It looks too legit. Um, I think they have taken it down since, but if you check the Twitters, um, mm. I'll actually, I'll actually tweet. Uh, from the one-up cast to Twitter tonight as well for anyone who wants to see it. But basically, the Advanced Collection includes all the Game Boy Advanced games of Castlevania. Uh, there was Circle of the Moon, which is the one I played, which is fucking brilliant. I didn't play the other two. was Castlevania Arena of Sorrow and Castlevania Harmony of Denisance. Yeah, uh, I played that one, Harmony of Denisance. I, I played that one. So there you go. So that will be announced at the Direct, surely. Uh Surely we'll be happy. <laughs> she is. More Castlevania. Uh, I'd love Castlevania. And then also for any FIFA heads, for any sports ball fans who love them sports balls, uh, the 10 hour trial for FIFA 22 is now live if you have EA access. But if you have Game Pass, you do have EA access. So you can download FIFA 22, follow your bits, play them sports balls. You get 10 um, hours of kicking goals. Did you see Pro Evolution? You wouldn't have seen this. I'm going to tell you this. Pro Evolution is no longer called Pro Evolution. Did they uh, have they so right? So I knew that they had a different name. Yes. in Different countries. They were one winning eleven. No, so, not even that, that was a. So class uh, name. have they finally unified the brand now? Yeah. So one eleven was a brilliant name. Do you remember that? That was I, brilliant. I thought that it, I I remember people talking about it, like being like, "Oh man, it's well cringe in America. It's called like winning eleven. I'm like, it's the best name." so good uh it's now called e football e football e yeah e as an echo wow. e and That's what's class. what's the catch the catch is it is free to play that's konami isn't it yeah so they're they're basically going free to play they're going up against the big dog uh, they have a few licenses this year as in like the Serie A league so the Italian license they don't they still don't have the premiership and things like that um but you know what i think it might work because i actually played on game pass uh pro evolution as it was called there last year and it was very very good you know it was actually very good and i actually appreciate it because i don't know nothing about sports balls i don't know nothing about Mm. your ronaldo's and your Messi's and all that kind so i just I, i just like the play a game of football every now and then online and i played it and yeah enjoyed it but so i think it might work i mean you think about it you say you're meant oh do you want to play fifa i don't have fifa sure we'll both download this and you never know 
make game traction, make game traction that way. Uh, I think what they're doing, there's a season pass where you can go into a league and get all this, you know. That's just about to say. What what was their mon- What's their money? Uh, I think money? that's the, that's the thing you Battle can do. All, do all that and uh, get that now. Uh, so, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, but I don't think anything can take down the juggernaut that is FIFA. Um, it has the license, and kids want to play as Ronaldo and yes, yes, Irwin and Ryan Giggs. Yes, and Ryan Giggs. Um, but I, 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 I think um, I think FIFA has just it's, it's kind of like in the territory of Call of Duty. It's kind of like the WrestleMania. You know, it's just you know you just can't you can't compete against it, really, can you? No. I mean, I'd be no, like you, to be wrong. You gotta, um, you gotta you gotta do something different. But unfortunately, whenever it's based around a game that is so fixed, like like football, yeah. yeah. I mean, what else can you really do? Do you know what I mean? I mean, the only other football game that does anything different is Championship Manager. And that's because yeah. it's a management sim. Yeah. So, uh, and again, you know, and it's it's held in completely separate regard, has its own fan base. But, like, what what other space is there? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's a bit strange. But then I, I'm not really a big sports fan. Maybe there's sports fans screaming, being like, oh, I'd love there to be, like, extra time multi-ball or something. Like, the amount of money they make off that ultimate team is oh my god oh don't even absolutely it's insanity when i work in game we sold more digital currency than the game um they have that for all their sports games too uh, like madden and all madden ultimate uh, team mutt and foot and uh, oh it's absolutely crazy so but speaking of call of duty i mentioned call of duty there uh, the open beta is now live for the for the remainder of this weekend up until the twenty sixth Sunday. Yeah, up until Sunday night, twenty sixth. You can play the Call of Duty Vanguard open beta. I played it last week, and I I think maybe I'm not the right person to answer. I have franchise fatigue with that game. Uh, yeah. Call of Duty Cold War last year. Well, I'm gonna say last year. Nine months ago, ten months ago, came out as such a bad game, such a such a bad game, and I played this one with a few friends, and it's just it's like the wrong scene of Call of Duty games. It's like, yep, this is a Call of Duty game. Shooty, shooty, bang, bang. Yeah, point, and uh, point a point a gun, pull the trigger, and, kill your friends. Yeah, there's there's just nothing exciting about it. I was playing it, and I was just like, yeah. So. Mm. I'm giving Call of Duty this year a must because Call of Duty two years ago when they reinvented Call of Duty Modern Warfare was absolutely yeah. incredible. Uh, and then I, I just I, I played every Call of Duty since Call of Duty 3. Shout out to Joe Cooley if he's listening for so for uh, playing online. My first ever Call of Duty online. Fantastic memories. Um, but I'm just burnt out of Call of Duty. I'm just burnt out of it. I just, I just don't yeah. care no more. They could come out now and say we're giving you a tenner inside every box. I still wouldn't buy it. I'm just done. I'm just done. I'm just done with it. Plus, it's broken as shit. And I, and I know it's a beta. But um, I think... It's still because the code, experience. No fun. Yeah, I think because this engine and code is so old, people are hacking it very easily. Uh, Call yeah. of Duty Warzone is so broken. It's insane. Um there was that day I thought I was sniped at one point. I was in the match 10 months. I thought I was sniped. I was just running along and I just fell and I was gone. Oh, somebody sniped me or whatever. And it showed you the kill cam. And it literally mm. showed you the guy pointing 
the gun in the air shooting and you could actually see his gun the ball trails going up in the air turning around like he's sitting heat seeking missiles and then hmm. killing me so where's not, the phone on it like yeah where is where is I don't know I just don't get it but people are selling like aimbots and like we devices that you plug into your console but like uh, the college of the devs are constantly trying to fix this and all but should they not be a collaboration with like xbox and playstation there where they go you know what these people are cheating they, they need to be banned from your network because if you ban that user id from the game they'll just make a new account and go back on but if you ban the console physically ban yeah. the console that won't happen and then you'll have that fear of fuck i'm not doing that there i'm not doing that there I mean, so, it, it would it would have to be it would have to be policed like really strongly yeah. in terms of like you don't want to ban somebody by mistake because like a game is coded badly. Yeah. So you'd have to be like really really careful about it. But I'd love to see something like that as well, something that kind of holds users to account. Yeah. So okay, that is all our breaking news. That's all the breaking news. So there we are. That's that's the that's the news section all finished. It's uh it's slowly become <laughs> the major section of the podcast, but. What we're going to do this time, instead of a main topic, we actually have a whole pile of questions this time because we've always been asking people about questions and it turns out that we've been telling people to download apps and do other things when you didn't even need to. Uh, if you want to be like the first question we're going to get today, if you want to be like the gentleman that left us a voice message, you could do so as well by going to anchor.fm slash oneupcast and that's one with a number one, anchor.fm slash oneupcast. You can then hit the wee message button and right on your browser, you can just, and on your phone, anything, you can record a wee message. We get a wee notification being all, this person's left you a wee voice message. I can download it, put it under the podcast and we can have you appearing on the podcast where we can answer your questions. And as we said at the start of the show, if you want to get in contact with us and you don't want to leave us a voice message, but you still want to ask a question, you could do so by contacting Daniel on Twitter at Ferryman5000, myself on Twitter at HarryAtomicYT, or on the brand new 1UPcast Twitter, which is at 1UP underscore cast. That's all capitals at 1UP underscore cast. Anyways, let's move on to the first question. So this question comes on via the 1UPcast Twitter page. As Kieran says there, the, the, the one-upcast Twitter page. So we got our first question from Rambo. I think he's one of our first ever listeners. So it's great to see him interacting with us again. So he's sent us a tweet. Great. Uh, so he says verbatim, yes, breaking news. The boys are on Twitter. So he asks, Kieran, do you think the likes of Sony and Microsoft owning AAA studios and putting their games on PS Now slash Plus and Game Pass Devalues the price. Devalues the price of physical games from third-party developers. So the likes of Alien, Fireware Team, or Fire Team. Sorry. So, I think it's about a complicated one. Yeah. I think that having your having the bike studios releasing their games on their day one. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that that does is moves the competition. They try and get their game on there as well yeah you know what i mean so it's like you're gonna you have to kind of attack it from two fronts um i mean yes i see what you're saying now because if i was gonna buy like say like i bought doom eternal on dusk like the day that it came out 
got it delivered like two days early. Super buzzed mm-hmm. about it. But I paid like the 50 quid, 60 quid, whatever it was. I don't know what it was. Um, and I paid the full price, got the disc on, played the disc, loved it, brilliant. And then it came out on Game Pass. And I am a Doom fanatic. I loved Doom since I was no age. And when they did the remasters, it's it's the game for me. I absolutely love it. But I don't think I would have bought it physically if I knew the Game Pass, like if it was on Game Pass day one. Yeah. And that's from a massive Doom fan. So I can see what you mean. I think it does actually in the long term devalue. But you got to ask yourself a question as well. Is that the point? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the there's two savings to be made there. One, there's the physical you know, the logistics savings mm-hmm. of not putting out a physical product because physical product doesn't just the case of like, you know, you go on, you know, shop2.net or whatever and you hit buy and then it goes off to the printers and print the game, blah, blah. Like they only print in certain batch sizes. Yeah. So you have to order a certain batch size and you obviously don't want to run mm-hmm. out. So you usually over order. Yeah. And, you know, you've got all these logistical things of having to ship these massive boxes around and making sure they're in the right regions for the right retailers. They have to go through distribution networks. You've all that stuff. Or you could just go download and it goes and uh, uh, electronic money goes onto your bank account and you get a copy of the game. And that cuts all of that out. So I think that, I think that yes, it does devalue the physical game, but I think that's the point. Yeah. And then the secondary side of that is if the physical game sales drop, then you have less time having to deal with physical game stores. Yeah. So it means that you don't have to worry about, you know, having your reps and having your distribution to go to there and, you know, having to have publisher premiums and all this other mad. You could just sell direct to consumer. I mean, it's the dream of anybody that has to go through a distribution network, even in, in uh, just to tie it on to another industry as well that's, sort of doing the not the digital thing well yeah the digital thing like trading cards because yeah. I'm on a massive trading card kick at the moment so there's like Magic the Gallerum which has been a trading card game for like 30 years yeah and it released it has like an online client which is like Magic the Gallerum Arena mm-hmm. and they've released uh, a digital only set yeah. so like cards that are only digital they're like they're not physical they've just done that this mm-hmm. time around and the fan base are like what the hell like this is going to kill like in-person play and everyone's kind of worried about it. But at the same time, they're posting like record profits yeah. because they don't have to deal with the distribution chain and they can just sell direct to consumer. Yeah. So I think that might be the point. So yeah, at the start, I kind of have agreed with you, but now I completely agree with you. I think it does, Steve. What do you think? I think uh, if you asked Microsoft or PlayStation, they would rather you buy the game digitally because they get a bigger slice of the pie and there's less as you say, brick and mortar stores and that, you know, relationship. Um, don't get me wrong, it is it's lovely and nice for Joe Bloggs consumer to have a physical copy of a game. There's nothing more yeah. like certain games out there I love. I mentioned there a couple of weeks ago, Cuphead, I would buy a Cuphead physical edition in a heartbeat. Um but it's just, it's just brilliant. But you you mentioned yourself, if it comes out day one on Game Pass or you know, or even I chatted about it two weeks ago, Kenya you know, I'd rather have a physical edition because I can always trade it on. You know, there's they're weighing it up. Um, I think games have shifted their focus now rather than it, when I worked in game. Anyway, uh, it was always 
was about that big launch weekend. You know, those three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, how many copies you could shift with the season pass, the book, all that, you know, capitalizing on the impulse. Um, and, then, and once yeah. that was that, that was it done. And then after that, it was like, get them to trade it on, get them to trade it on, because they're never going to play it again. Where I think gaming developers and teams now have now changed their mindset. It's not about that big bulk purchase over one weekend, where it's kind of they're trying to keep you playing the game longer. Where and they do that by trickle feeding you all this events happening or this events happening, or if you do your daily check and you get this, you get this, you get this. Um, so I think yeah. even the mindset of like. I don't think that I couldn't even tell you the last time I traded on a game, and I used to be notorious for trading on games. Um, yeah. But it's more like you know I don't want to trade that on game now because this event's coming up. And I think, if honestly, I think Destiny probably people copped on with Destiny because I think Destiny 2's player engagement was like the highest on any game ever for at one point. I mean the fact that it was like. 12 months old and they still had a surplus of like 3 million people playing it on a regular basis which is like an unheard of achievement because um, as yeah. you know yourself people fall off uh, but they, they answer Rambo's question it definitely does because the likes of Back for Blood which is out now Kieran three weeks we're on that um, oh, who, who's going to buy who's going to buy that next box and why who and Oh, I'm not buying that physically at all, and you'd know that that is another one of them games that's made for me. But, but why? Why would someone buy that? The, I've got no incentive. The, the only person that would buy that is twofold. One, they don't know what's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Two, they just hate Game Pass, and they just really love the Xbox. Yeah. They probably fucking hate Epic's Game Store launcher as well. Um, but <laughs> I, I just don't understand why and. Like I was actually in game today. I always take a wee joke on the game on my lunch, and uh, they're selling physical copies of Gears of War Five for three ninety nine, and the big red stickers on them, and people are just walking past them, not even glancing at them because it's no one's going to buy that. No one, no one. It's just taking up shelf space, so they clearly want ready it now before Christmas comes on. It, uh, it's like it's like DVDs. Yeah. Like, give me, give me like a hot Netflix series. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what people watch on Netflix. Uh, Ted Bundy tips. I let's say that that was on like a Blu-ray special edition, yeah. right? Seven ninety-nine for the whole season mm-hmm. on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. You'd probably just be like, "Sure, it's on fucking Netflix." Uh, exactly. Do you know what I mean? You just walk past it if it was in Tesco's yeah. or something. You would just be like, "Nah, ah, I'm alright." Yeah, exactly. And that's the way we are now with games, like three ninety nine gears. I'll just fucking download uh, so, it. So it, it definitely does devalue games almost instantly. Um, you do have that, uh, you know, I get where he's coming from because, you know, you want to go on this store and pick up something. The, the, the mystique is gone now where you always remember back in the day, you used to judge a game by its box art or looking at the back or reading a blurb. That's all gone now. Like There's, yeah. there's such access to everything. So you know if a game's going to be good or not even before you go into the store. Um, but um, yeah. it's a shame. I just, and even if it's not, she doesn't spend any money. And I, I know there's Twitter pages and Facebook pages like does it play? You know, it's all like, you know, they're big into their physical. And you even have a, a YouTube channel on physical Xbox games. Uh, yeah. But it's, physical's dead. 
as a god is dead unfortunately and it is it uh, is it and, and this is the thing and i remember talking to someone about it a while back and just saying it's not going to go out with a bang it'll go out with a whimper <laughs> one day you'll just turn around and go holy fuck it i it's gone do you know what i mean and that's that's where we're at now we're just sitting realizing we're like yeah it's it's the new dvd so this is this is you know my I mean? mindset with physical games now unless i really really love the game or there's a special like like a special like oh like you have to play this game or whatever if i really love it i want it in my collection so i do have a collection of games that i love games that i wouldn't trade on i think you've seen them all i, have, I probably have about fucking about 60 or 70 games but they're they're uh, it's, it's they're your, uh, they're your curated uh, so it's not like oh i'm doing i'm collecting you know i'm collecting these kind of games it's just games that i love and enjoy games and there's there's games on there people be like why do you, why is that on there because i loved it um yeah and i puck it up cheap or or whatever and you know during the ps4 generation but i still would never get rid of it mm. but the likes of um when the bioshock collection came out for example that came out digitally day one and but i made a point of going out and buying that physical because i just wanted that tangible media you know i just wanted you know that box and the steel book and I just wanted. It was almost like it was almost like buying a wrestling T-shirt or whatever. You want some something tangible. Um, you mentioned wrestling T-shirts. I'm sitting on my brand new CM. Yes, right yes, yes, class. Much was that out of curiosity? I've no idea. It was a birthday oh, present. Brilliant. And, uh, it's ages before my birthday, but not me nor Tash can hold our water. Brilliant, brilliant. I need to get on it, sorry. Um, yes, but so the likes of Bioshock and I mentioned their Cuphead um, and. But where I'm at now with physical games, and this sounds so petty, but it's the truth. I game share with my brawler on PlayStation 5. I game share with your soon-to-be brawler-in-law on Xbox. Um, mm-hmm. If neither of these people want to game share with me and go halves on a game, so say 30 quid, 25 quid each, I will buy the game physically just to get it finished and just to sell it back to them so it'll cost me the same money yeah. so that's where i'm at again right. because games are expensive and if i'm going to put 70 pound on a game i want to know either i'm fucking getting my money's worth and i'm also if i had to pay 70 pounds once I finish this game am i getting a return investment back or can i use that towards another game or whatever but as you say, it's yeah. going to go out with a whimper, and uh, it's a shame, really. It's a shame. Um, so that Alien Fireware team Rambo, I thought, I thought, uh, I thought it was a cert for Game Pass for day one, or even a PS Now game, because it just goes to show. Uh, last month, there on PS Plus, Predators was on the PS Plus list, and that's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. And if you look at Twitch streams now. I mean that's like in the top ten charts for streams, but this is like a, a, yeah. a game that's a year and a half old. But putting it on this platform now has given it this like fresh exposure, fresh. Um, so it's that's it. it's it's a catch twenty two. I know it can go in a game's favor as well if it's in one of these platforms, definitely. So that's all our news. But I have one last bit of news I need to talk about. And it needs to be addressed. Well, that was that was the last question, but oh, you're tacking on another sorry. bit of breaking news. That's a lar- That's the last question, but you just triggered a thought there when you asked about, um, when you mentioned the CM Punk wrestling t-shirt. We didn't talk about Owen Hart. 
Oh, man. We need to talk about it one heart. What a... That was a... Talk about a, a beautiful moment. Oh, so for context, um, me and Kieran have been wrestling fans for a long, 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 long time. Did you watch that paper? Very, very, Did you very. watch that pay per view when it happened, Kieran? What age were you on? Right, pay per views used to be on because we used to mind we we never had to pay for them because they were on like Channel Four at like one in the yeah. morning because they didn't have a pay per view deal outside of the US. Yeah. So instead, it was just syndicated TV on Channel Four. So it was on at one in the morning on Channel Four, but it was a Sunday night. So what I used to, and I used to have double art on a Monday. And in double art, it like our, our teacher was just like, it was also our form mm-hmm. teacher. So, and double art was just before lunch. So he used to just be like, well, if you're working on something, like just work away, it's grand. And if you want to have your lunch on here, like just work mm-hmm. away. So there was like a good hour and a half. Right. So what I would always do is I would record it on the, like on the mm-hmm. tape from the night before, bring the tape and the school <laughs> with me. And then in double art, fire the tape on. Because the pay-per-view is only three hours back in, so you could watch like a good like hour and a half of the pay-per-view mm-hmm. like during school, then do the second half of school, go home and finish it. And it was brilliant, like sitting around me, everybody. So I was sitting in art class with a whole... Because pa- it was second match on the card. So I was sitting in art class. We had about five or six other people around me sitting, doodling whatever we were doing for art class, watching, and then JR, Owen Hart has died. And the room, you could have heard a pin drop. And we were just like, what the fuck's going on? Our wee brains weren't able to handle what, what we saw. I watched this pay-per-view live uh, with my older brother. Uh, I, I still remember Claire's Day. And I think I touched on this a couple of weeks ago. Like, we were Heart Foundation crazy. We loved the Heart family. Our, our family's grown up. Uh, we were Team Pink all the way. We loved Bret Hart. I was a Bret Hart kid oh, as well. Absolutely love Bret Hart. Love love that rivalry between them two at WrestleMania where Bret where oh, Bret oh, that's art masterful. Where Bret put Owen over and everything. It was just so so good. And he played the role of like the, the jealous brawler, the and oh uh, uh, the bratty, we jealous, we uh, brawler who only wants to beat us big brother. Oh so so good. It was just such a good and then he like he died. He literally died. He like he fell from the plan was for WWE to drop him down like he was flying to the ring, and he had a superhero gimmick yeah. at the time that was like tongue in cheek. And the the card released early, and he fell like what's eighty five feet to his death. It's just awful. Uh, As Jim Cornette said, said it, it was unnecessary. It didn't need to happen. Um, but yeah, but for years and years and years, uh, people have been clamoring for Owen to be. Uh, put into the Hall of Fame and things like that. There was a seg- there was a segment about four years ago where Owen, or sorry, Bret Hart came out on stage, and he mentioned his name Owen, and uh, once he just mentioned Owen, the crowd erupted and they were just chanting Owen for fifteen minutes, and people were getting emotional because it's yeah. like oh, we're robbed, and not only were we robbed, a family was robbed of his of their father. I know he had the two two kids as well, and, and a wife, his uh, wife awful. and that guy. I mean, like that we're. Terrible. So randomly, uh, randomly out of the blue, uh, all elite wrestling there uh, a few days ago put up this statement on their Twitter, and I'll just read it out here. I'll read out a section of it, but you'll get the gist of it. So AEW and the Own Heart Foundation enter into a relationship to honor world-renowned wrestler Own Heart's legacy. So from September twentieth, so Monday, all elite wrestling AEW and the Own Heart Foundation, a non-profit charity which provides a vast range of assistance and opportunities to individuals in need across the world, 
are collaborating to honor the legacy of le- the legacy of the late great Owen Hart, a beloved a beloved figure in the wrestling community and beyond. This collaboration includes launching the annual Owen Hart Cup tournament within the AEW, which will see the winner receive a cup known as the Owen, as well as the production and distribution of unique Owen Hart merchandise, including specific retail goods such as the uh, T-shirts, shirts, etc. And he's also appearing in the AEW console video game. So our boy, my, my boy, our boy is getting. He's, he's back. He's. Um, I know what's that. Hey, Owen Hart is all elite. When do you ever think you're going to see that? Will that be addressed on all uh, all elite wrestling this week? Do you think? I right. So they they have this big event yeah. now. To, well, at the time of recording yeah, tonight, yeah. I think the Owen Hart chants are going to be definite. Yeah, definitely. I think they're going to have to have something. Tony like Tony Khan's going to have to come out, give a wee speech, announce the tournament, maybe. I honestly, I have Jungle Boy as the first winner. Yeah, like I think something like I think somebody young, you know, put over somebody young or whatever. But anyways, that that's that's getting ahead of myself. I think tonight there's going to be or two days ago for whenever people are listening yeah. to this. Uh, I think that the the Owen chants uh are going to be deafening. I think it's going to be like the CM Punk uh, chance. We have to address it, otherwise it'll take over yeah. the show. And if I get I. So I think I, get, I actually it's too big. I, like it's bigger than CM Punk. It's fucking huge. It's huge, and even Punk tweeted about saying that. Then this is huge. Uh, I I actually I, think I text you saying it just shows you it's been run by fans, wrestling fans. The fact that that was uh, people e- who actually even care done. about the industry. Vance McMahon must be fuming about that. He must be devastated. Oh, I should have should should you hear now? The whole plan is they bring back like an Attitude Era in NXT two point. Oh really? Uh, they're going to try and they're counter programming that's yeah. all it is and counter programming's a really bad place to be yeah because they're not staying ahead and, of the trends uh, yeah there's i all our people now like um i know we're we're always talking about like the cm punks and the brian danielson but apparently they're mid card like are just dying to get away like people that are just sitting there being like i'd be better treated in mexico or i'd be better treated in japan or, oh, it's crazy like, fuck us, I'm it's away. crazy it's crazy so, times they made a rod for their own back over the years, like and yeah, definitely. But um, we have another question, I believe. Well, before we do get on to the last question, the voice question that was sent on, I actually have a question that was sent on via uh, private means, <laughs> and it is from the one and only Mrs. Ferry, who said, "Don't tell Daniel I messaged you." Oh fuck, I messed that up. I have a question. Go and ask him if he's watched WandaVision yet. <laughs> I think you have to watch WandaVision, my friend. She can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no WandaVision questions. We are no longer fielding. No comment on the WandaVision from the Oh, Jesus. Oh, I, so I had a feeling. I had a feeling she was going to do something like that, you know. So, uh... <laughs> Because just before we started the podcast, she said to me, uh, she said to me, oh, you came to check his messages. And I fucking knew she was up to something. I knew she was up. You knew there was something uh, there. I saw the message that I'm saying. I should have replied. I should have replied. So, so um, would have kept it off her radar. But No, I'm not watching. All the <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, let's, let's get on to the voice question that was left on this week through the Anchor website. Again, you just go to anchor.fm slash one upcast. 
and hit the wee message button and you can leave a message. So we actually do have a message this time around. Hi folks, how's it going? Hugh here. Hope you're both well. Loving the return to the podcast. It's great stuff. Look forward to it every week. My question for you is, what's your standout moment in gaming that has stuck with you ever since? For me, I'm a massive Halo fanboy, as you can attest to. So for me, it's during Truth and Reconciliation, one of the first few missions in Halo CE. You start off in the dead of the night, just a sniper rifle, night vision, picking off enemies, and the only thing in the background is the pure ambience of the level. Until you round this corner and there's an enemy elite in a turret, you snipe him, and the music kicks in, and it's just magical. Even now, it gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Do you have moments like that in gaming that you just can't forget? Thanks, folks. All the best. And we're back in the room. We are back in the room. That was a great question. Very good question. Fantastic question. Lovely, lovely put. Great. It's nice to hear a voice on here that's not fucking us too. <laughs> and it was good. Because you can actually tell by um, his passion there that, that you know, he, he fucking loved that moment. Um, I know what's it. The stage, the, the, the lights were on and he, he, he didn't choke. You know what so, I mean? You got it all out, perfect. So, so I, I, like, well, he was more like, he had one moment. I have several. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to be greedy here and say a few games. So, okay. a, a special definitive moment for me in a game, like, a, like, a, like you know, as he, as he mentioned there about music, um, was Metal Gear Solid 3. Have you played Metal Gear Solid 3? Metal Gear Solid 3, I have... Snake Eater? I did, yes, I did. Um, fucking, I, I, if I had to pinpoint one moment, it's probably the opening prologue. It's about two hours long, and then the credit music starts and everything. That whole prologue and the setup of the story and how the boss betrays you and everything, it's just... I don't think it's been replicated in the game since, because once the, the music kicks on, the chills, oh, oh my god. Just everything about that game from start to finish is fucking fantastic. But I'll tell you a story about Metal Gear Solid 3 while I'm on it. I Metal Gear Solid 3, when it first came out in the PS2 20 odd years ago, I didn't like it because I was an idiot. Because it came out and I loved Metal Gear Solid 1 and I loved Metal Gear Solid 2 and I played 3 and I was, you know, you got so used to the radar in the top right hand corner. This yeah. game didn't have a radar, it had a sonar, so it was a kind of like a dot, and it only detects sound, so you didn't know, and I kept getting caught, and I was just shite at it, but instead of me trying, instead of me learning the game's mechanics, I was just like, I'm not playing it there, and I only played it about five years ago. I sat and down and you. played it, and I played it, and I played it over one weekend, and oh my god, it sucked me, I was like, what have I done? Why Masterpiece on it? Absolute masterpiece. Fantastic. Um, such a such a good game. Just uh, and everything from it from beginning to end. I don't want to ruin anything because there's somebody out there listening to this who hasn't completed it, but by fuck that end is incredible. Um I can't not mention this section and talk about when you say game a moment, if I had to say it's not a specific game, well it does, it applies to a couple of games, but the N sixty four for me was my baby that was people have their favorite consoles and oh i love this game i love the ps4 because of this game and this game but the sentimental attachment that i have to my n64 oh 
firing up Mario 64 and they're hearing a pling and hear Charles Martyrway saying it's a me, Mario, and playing with his fists and running around Peach's Castle. Um, I thought at that time that this is the apex, this will never be surpassed. This was once in a lifetime. And to me it was because I remember, I think I mentioned it in the very, very first episode, episode one, um, the, the guy brought a, a magazine that had a VHS tip on it, I don't know if you recall, and I remember watching the tip over and over and over again and showing my parents before Mario 64 came out saying, look at this game. Because everything before then was 2D. Like, I mean... The, oh, aye. It was, that was such a leap. It, it, was, it was amazing. It was just like... It, it, Do you it, remember they had like a, an ad and the ad was like Mario grabbing Bowser by the tail and spinning him around and you right. saw the wee hand. It was like a wee picture in picture and it was a wee hand in the corner holding uh-huh. the controller like moving the thumbstick around that's to show right. you that like I that's how I'm doing it. Uh-huh. That's all I wanted to do. Oh, and then so... I was raging whenever you got the uh Bobon Battlefield and you picked him up and I was like, Yes, I get to spin him around and you fucking couldn't do it. Uh, you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. Um But, but Jesus, the, there was that out. there was that and then there was the Zelda Ocarina of Time. I Yeah. Ocarina of Time to me is my favourite Zelda game. Breath of Wild is a better Zelda game, yes, but yes. Yeah. Ocarina is still my favorite Zelda game because because again, looking back, it was two D Zelda top down perspective and an incredible game. But they opened from moving from that to a three D world, which had real time weather effects, real time day and night cycle. And do you remember that that cutscene where the drop the draw bridge drops down, and uh, oh yes, Ganon runs out holding Zelda, out, uh... yeah, and he's and he's running towards um. Can't remember. He's run towards the desert. Whatever the name uh, of the desert. She is. froze. She froze the Oh, oh man, man. Just the, 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 so the summarized Hughes question. Probably the entirety of the N sixty four from the four, <laughs> all the N sixty four from the four player multiplayer falling out with people playing ISS playing Goldeneye. Oh, uh, I couldn't pick a one moment, but I ha- I've had had to give Metal Gear Solid three there. So, but one, I had to mention one last game, and then I'm done. Mario, Gal- Mario Galaxy. Oh, man. That was... Oh, definitely. Mario Galaxy. My God. Just flicking your wrist and being shot off under the stars and just that motion. Oh. Fan-fucking-plastic. It's weird because it still felt like a Mario game even though it's probably, like, it had, like, the biggest change. Yeah. In in terms of, like, the way that it was done. It felt fresh again. You know, like, fresh. It felt yeah. fresh again. Well... Which was just... Oh, Mar- Mario Galaxy came out on the Wii era and that was during the time of the PS3 and the 360 and that generation Mario Galaxy was the best game and that I'm and sorry people, I, people were talking about graphics and all and, all, uh, and that was the big thing on the other side but I mean they were still using a motion controlled GameCube and putting out absolute bangers and people people will argue with me saying like you know because that's during your Uncharted your Gears of Wars your Fallout and everything Mario Galaxy was the best game in that generation Fight me. Oh, definitely. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. No, no disagreement from me. So, what do you think? Uh, I'm trying to think about it, and for me, the one that comes to mind, and it it comes to mind most because I played it again recently, just to do the ending again. I'm trying to not give spoilers, but I think I might. You you finished Portal Two. Yes, yes, yes. Platinum. Yeah. The very end of the story, 
how like how you deal with the final boss oh you know the final shot Mm -hmm. that just so the way that it worked was that you could just run through that game as like a speed runner Mm -hmm. and you could have just been like go into the room solve the puzzle where they put the the dots they or put the the portals they go through and you know what i mean you could solve it just as a pure puzzle game mm-hmm. but as you go around and you listen to all the audio logs and you find like we secret bits of story and it starts to reveal more of itself to you that ending just ties together the entire story and it's like the answer was staring you in the face the whole time yeah but you just weren't thinking like big enough yeah and that was one of them moments where i was like i felt i felt like i was like masterfully like led along yeah and then and whenever i go back and you play it again you start seeing we references the things that are going to happen in the story you start seeing characters mention things that are like oh fuck that 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 actually happened then yeah. you know what i mean and you start it, it's like the game takes on like a whole new layer the second time round. um the ending of Braid as well. Uh, Braid for me was just uh, just standout. Amazing. I mean, I got a tattoo of it after playing it. It was class. You know they're doing a remaster of Braid? I, uh, yes, it was actually uh, I think it was announced and during a like, PlayStation event, wasn't it? And it's like fucking nine months overdue or something. And, and is that a, uh, a game that you would buy physically? If it came out physically, yes. But that's just for me. Do you yep. know what I mean? But I don't mm-hmm. think it will because like the witness never came out physically. Yeah. And I and for me, with the amount of hype behind that at the time for how small of a studio they were, I, yep. I was very surprised that Sony didn't like throw their weight behind it and yeah. put out a few discs. I'm I'm even more surprised that a company like Limited Run Games didn't come along. Yeah. And put money on the table and throw out a limited run of the witness or what or braid or i mean they got scott pilgrim after a while i'm sure they could talk jonathan blow and they pressing a few discs of braid and the witness yeah definitely but i think that those are the two that come to mind for me as well as like as you were saying all the zeldas and marios and did you play uh portal in co-op yes i uh i had uh i i got my copy very very early yeah. Um. I got mine a week early. Cheapers. It was the earliest I've ever gotten a video game, and we, I was I uh had time booked off for the game, mm-hmm. but I had I booked like a weekend off, but I had mm-hmm. it finished before the game came out. Right. And that was like full one thousand G on Xbox, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, b- before the game came out, which meant my weekend off was spent replaying it rather than playing <laughs> it. But uh oh I I love that. I couldn't get enough. Uh, um, also, sorry, um talking about standout gaming moments, a real out of left field one here, sticking with the valve thing, something that just popped into my mind. It's actually a gaming moment that didn't actually happen in the game. Do you remember the comic book for Left 4 Dead? Yes. Oh man. Uh, like it was all a big story. Like it actually all connected together and they like one big story. I remember so you for, like landing on the works and you need to read this you need to read this right my, now God, my goodness this yeah connects. what are you I doing just, i'm scared of customer stop come out here and read this i'm on here to get this pdf i gotta find this one good pdf <laughs> so good if, and no that's another thing if they ever brought it physically if that comic ever came out physically i would buy that like we graphic novel yeah. i'm sure it has come out physically somewhere 
That's hard too. To Someone's probably done it somewhere. If not, you could probably find some bootleg one somewhere. Even then, it wouldn't even bother me. Just something to put on the shelf and flick through and just remember the good old times. On the subject of Portal 2, actually, before we called an evening, um, Portal 2's co-op, to this day, in my opinion, is the best co-op experience I've ever had in a video game. So I, 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 I agree that puzzle-solving games is something that you wouldn't think would work as a multiplayer game, but Portal is probably the only game that can pull it off because it is kind of like first-person shooter co-op yeah, rules. Yeah, yeah. So and you can kind of borrow from that a wee bit with like, you know, like tagging targets and all. Yeah. And... So you can kind of uh, use the same rules and so it worked then and, you know, you're two people uh, screaming at one another and then one person has a eureka moment but you have to explain it to the other person. And, and the fact that you could hug each other and stuff and brilliant, brilliant, absolutely right. brilliant. Just having your two wee robots come over and give each other a hug, it was class. Brilliant. That, is that us? I think that might be us for the week. My goodness, that was a long one. It's weird because we're using different software this time to make sure that we don't go out of sync and I haven't got a wee timer. So uh, I don't know how long it's been going, but it's been no, going no. long anyway. No, no, but, no idea, sorry. <laughs> I know, who knows? Who it, was, it needed to be this long. It's as long as it needs to be. Anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. I know we mentioned it many times throughout the episode, but if you want to be like one of the people that left us a message and... You know, try and direct the absolute warble that is the conversation of this show. You could do so by leaving us a voice message on the Anchor website. You can just go on our page, anchor.fm slash oneupcast, and you can click the message button, record us a wee message, and we can use it as you heard the voice message on the show. Or if you don't want to leave a voice message, you can be like the other question on the show. You can just drop us a tweet. Uh, you can go to Daniel's Twitter at Ferryman5000. You can go to mine at HarryAtomicYT. Or... You can go to our brand new one up cast Twitter. That's at one up underscore cast, all uppercase at O N E U P underscore C A S T, one up underscore cast. Anyways, that's all the plugs. That's the entire episode. Thanks very much for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>